Stuff I Learned Yesterday, episode number 562, Backside of a Sunrise. Welcome to Stuff I Learned Yesterday. My name is Daryl Darnell. I am so glad I don't have to come up with any more random facts about myself. And I believe that if you aren't learning, you aren't living. In today's episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I take one last evening stroll, as it were, as the sun sets on Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Well, happy Friday to you, and welcome to uh, the end of Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Now, it's not the absolute end, if you don't know what I mean. Listen to yesterday's episode I talked about. A couple of ways where stuff I learned yesterday is going to continue, albeit in a very random, sporadic way. But for all intents and purposes, yes, this is the end of stuff I learned yesterday. And so I put a call out on the Facebook page last night and said, hey, how do you think I should start the episode? And we had lots of great suggestions, many of them funny. Um, Emily being the wordsmith person type that she is, she said it would be cool to come up with a limerick or a haiku. Now, I'm a much bigger fan of haikus than I am limericks, and I thought it was a really good idea. And so that's what we're going to start out with today. But before we do that, I thought, you know what? Maybe we should also make the fun fact of the day about the haiku. And I thought, that's a really good idea. Let's do that. And so... Here it is. How about a little bit of poetry knowledge to wrap up our fun fact segment? Haiku is an unrhymed Japanese poetic form consisting of 17 syllables arranged in three lines where the first line has five syllables, the second line has seven syllables, and the third line also has five syllables. The term haiku is derived from the first element of the word haikai, which is a humorous form of renga, or a linked verse poem, and the second element of the word hoku, which is the initial stanza of a renga. Now, the hoku, which set the tone of a renga, had to mention in its three lines such subjects as the season, the time of day, and the dominant features of the landscape, making it almost an independent poem. And... To be honest, that subject matter is also one of the reasons why I thought it would be cool to do a haiku today. Well, the hoku, often interchangeably called haikai, became known as the haiku late in the 19th century, when it was entirely divested of its original function of opening a sequence of verse. And today, even the earlier hoku are usually called haiku. Originally, the haiku form was restricted in subject matter to an objective description of nature suggestive of one of the seasons, evoking a definite, though unstated, emotional response. The form gained distinction in the 17th century during the Tokugawa period, when the great master Basho elevated the hoku, as it was then known, to a highly refined and conscious art. Haiku has since remained the most popular form in Japanese poetry. Later, its subject range was broadened, but it remained an art of expressing much and suggesting more in the fewest possible words. 
At the turn of the 21st century, there were said to be a million Japanese who composed haiku under the guidance of a teacher. Now, a poem written in the haiku form or a modification of it in a language other than Japanese is also called a haiku. In English, the haiku composed by the imagists were especially influential during the early 20th century. The form's popularity beyond Japan expanded significantly after World War II. And today, haiku are written in a wide range of languages. And that comes from Britannica.com. So, I don't write haikus very often just because I don't often have an opportunity to write them. and I don't, I'm not really a writer, but I do like haikus. And I can't think of the haiku and not think of Wayne's World, just so you know. There's a, a haiku a piece of dialogue in that movie. And so, uh, you know, maybe that just made you want to go watch Wayne's World this weekend. It did me. <laughs> so there you go. There is your fun fact of the day about the haiku. Now, here's what I learned yesterday. Sun on horizon, it brings beginning and end. Perspective is key. When I was in high school, I would occasionally go camping with my friends Jason and Van. It was always a lot of fun just hanging out with my friends and goofing off. We'd find a good spot in one of the hundreds of acres owned by Van's parents and make camp for the night. We'd build a campfire, stretch out our sleeping bags, and eventually we'd go to sleep right there under the stars. No RV, not even a tent. One of my favorite things about this experience was getting to see the sun peek its head above the eastern horizon. Since we were outside, as soon as there was even a crack of daylight, I would wake up. And there was something majestic about it. The air was cool and still. It was fresh, and breathing it in felt good. In fact, I soon looked forward to the next time we'd go camping because I knew that I would get to experience the fresh dawn air once again. And those moments are brief. The sun quickly rises and brings with it the heat of the day. Deadlines, expectations, rush hour, meetings, conflict, and toil. The sun bears down upon us, and sometimes all we can sense is the burden of its unrelenting presence. But we all know that its burden is not unrelenting. Well, okay, technically the heat from the sun is unrelenting, but our exposure to it is cyclical. The sun eventually begins to drift lower in the sky and soon rests upon the western horizon. And these times of day are also magical. The air begins to cool and become crisp. It's during this time of day that I enjoy taking walks with my family. The cool of the day has set in, and we get to take some time and converse about what's going on in each of our little worlds. Can you relate to these stories at all? Is it weird that we think of sunrise and sunset as two different things? Craig D. Lounsborough once said, A sunset is nothing more and nothing less than the backside of a sunrise. I love that quote. The truth is, the only difference between a sunrise and a sunset is our perspective. Our sunrise is someone else's sunset and vice versa. It was either January 4th or January 5th of 2014 when I first came up with the name for this podcast. The concept, or at least some derivative of it, 
have been sifting through and rolling around in my brain for quite some time, but it was there, after an encounter with the garbage whistler, that it all began coming together in my mind. The garbage whistler, a fairly short Hispanic man working as a janitor at the Rio in Las Vegas, was in the midst of doing a job that no one aspires to do. Yet in that moment he was not downtrodden, he was not ashamed, he did not have a bad attitude or even a mediocre attitude. His attitude was positive, he had a smile, he had life in his step, and he was whistling. His positive attitude was contagious, and it inspired me. So what's special about the garbage whistler? Well, that same thing that makes him special makes me special. Absolutely nothing. That is, there's nothing special about he or I that isn't also special about you. He inspired me to start this podcast, and thus was the dawn of Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Today we've reached its sunset. Stuff I Learned Yesterday will live on via our website and iTunes and the internet at large. The 562 episodes that mark its path will tell a story of their own. It's a story of life. Within the span of stuff I learned yesterday, we've laughed and cried. We've shared success and failure. We've shared life together. And I'm quite sure we've grown stronger. I'll always be proud of stuff I learned yesterday. The objective was simple. Take a look at the everyday situations of life and look for lessons from which to learn. I mean, it's easier to learn from the big moments of life, and let us never fail to find the teachable moments that those big moments contain. But most of life plays out among the rote, mundane, plain vanilla moments. There are lessons to glean from each of those moments, and it was upon this belief that this podcast was built. And I am even more convinced of that truth today than I was on Sunrise Day, March 17th, 2014. And I hope you are too. I hope that you also realize that you have the power of the garbage whistler within you. You have the power to impact the world around you. You don't have to be famous. You don't have to write a book. You don't even have to write a blog or start a podcast. You can be a positive change agent in your family, in your office, your church, your school, and everywhere you're present. Many of you have told me that I will never fully know the impact that stuff I learned yesterday has made on this world until I say goodbye to this world, and you're right. But the same can be said for each of us. The truth is, we are all making a difference in this world and will never know what the fullness of that impact is while we reside on this side of eternity. And if there's anything that this last week should have taught us, it's that we truly never know just how close to eternity we are. And so here's what I've learned. Our perspective in each moment is the most critical thing to our outcome. Today this podcast is experiencing its sunset, but that same event is bringing new life and a sunrise to the next thing. Maybe it will inspire you to start a podcast or a blog. That would be great. I'll be happy as long as it has inspired you to stay positive and look for lessons in every circumstance 
and an opportunity to reach out a hand to help another. I've learned to be present and ask for help and allow myself to be vulnerable and that my hard times are not unlike yours. I've learned that when I'm willing to share my life with others, I realize that I'm not alone. One of the most revealing things I've shared on this podcast is the relationship that I have with my mom. And that's also been one of the stories that has impacted listeners the most. When I shared it, I thought I was pretty unique in my experience. But now I know that there are many others of you who have a similar story. And I hope my story has strengthened you. You certainly have strengthened me. Lastly, I've learned to be a better listener. You all have taught me many things through your stories and comments and emails and phone calls. And I'm not always the best listener, but I know that when I take the time to honor people with my attention, I am better for it. And that's a lesson that I hope I will never forget or push to the back of my mind. So whether you just happened to tune in to today's podcast for the first time, you've been with me for all 562 episodes or something in between, thank you. If you've shared this podcast with a friend or loved one along the way, thank you. But this isn't the end. Let's stay in touch via the Facebook group. And most of all, most of all, remember that each moment of each day is an opportunity to learn and be a garbage whistler. I'm Daryl Darnell. I'm Derek Olson. I'm Mandy Wickert. I'm Mark Dakote. I'm Barb Rankin. I'm Jeff Gentry. I'm Michael R. I'm John McGrail. I'm Carrie Olson. I'm Emily O'Leary. And this has been Stuff Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Follow Golden Spiral Media on Twitter at GSM Podcasts and Facebook.com slash Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Join the Stuff I Learned Yesterday Facebook group at Facebook.com slash groups slash Stuff I Learned Yesterday. And if you've enjoyed this episode, I'd be grateful if you'd share this podcast with a friend.